Welcome to Backseat Drivers Podcast, where we cover everything from business strategies, office shenanigans, and any hot topic that gets us fired up. We will give you all the stories, tips, and advice that you never asked for or wanted, because we are the Backseat Drivers. Welcome to Backseat Drivers episode... 13. 13. Lucky number 13. It's perfect. Maybe... Son of a... Can you just keep your big, dumb feet out of the way? Did you kick it off? He does it all the time. <laughs> okay, are we back? <laughs> Let's start over again. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to have to edit it all. Background. Start over. Welcome to Backseat Drivers, episode 13. We are here with special guest... Sierra Willis. Hello, Sierra. Hi. <laughs> Hi. We've talked a lot about Sierra. Yeah, you guys yeah. have. You made fun of me a, quite a few times. Quite a few. Yeah. And well, now's your fine. chance for retribution. Yeah. yeah. This is, this well, is I don't bad. know about that. <laughs> See, that's why I'm not afraid to have her on here because I know that she's not going to retaliate. I'm too nice. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Don't be nice. Retaliate. Don't be nice. Can I? Yeah. I don't know. So that's the thing about Sierra. Whenever like we try and play jokes on people, we can't let her know. <laughs> no, I can't know that I'll give it it's away. a joke because she'll just give it away. She'll yeah, like, it's, it's either on my face yeah. or I uh, like I have to walk away. I have to turn my back. Yeah, I have to look uninvolved. You cannot go along with it for too long. No, yeah. no, not if I think they're gonna feel bad. No, oh. I can't. Like oh. I had this plan <laughs> to mess with you and Travis. And I made the mistake of telling Sierra. Yeah, I wanted her in on it. It did not work. And it didn't now work I can't for do like it. a little bit longer than it. Like I get, I've gotten better. Have, I feel like I feel you've like gotten better. I have you gotten have. better. You it like goes like two minutes rather than thirty seconds. Yeah, yeah. especially when it's involving Andrew. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Oh, that can go on for a while. Yeah. yeah. You have no problem it's, messing with me, but other people. No. It's, uh, okay. Good to know. Yeah. No, it's you're just you, easy. <laughs> you you kind of put a target on yeah. your back. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, you know. Sarah, you've been with us for a while. Yeah. Like, you were with ODEC before we even owned the company. Yeah, 2013. So it'll be nine years this year. Wow. In June. June nine 5th. Years. We should do a big party for your 10th year. Yeah. Next but, year. So this coming June is nine years? Yes. So, okay. So we have a year to plan your 10-year year. party. So it better yeah. be awesome. Oh, yeah. Well, we're throwing <laughs> it, so it will be. Yeah. I, yes. can, I can throw pretty good parties. So I still remember the day that um, I interviewed you. I remember that day too. Um, we had, uh, uh, well, we started with a group interview. Yes. And. Uh, I didn't think I did very good. You didn't. And you didn't think you did well. I thought you did okay. <laughs> Wait, did you say I didn't do well? Yeah, he did. That <laughs> did you, is that what you just said? said? <laughs> I didn't do well? That yeah. is what I said. That's not what I meant. Oh, okay. okay. I was more I saying you didn't clarify. think you did well. Yeah. I was agreeing Correct. with you. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, but we had these score sheets that we filled out, mm. um, ranking kind of like different things from like professionalism and appearance and <laughs> response to questions. <laughs> Hold on. No, no, no. no, no, no. Stop. Stop. You stop. just had food fall out of your beard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saving it for later. Things don't change. So, um, but the thing that stood out the most <laughs> was that after that group interview, you brought all of us who were in on the interview, uh-huh. handwritten thank you notes. Yes. That is the l- first and last time I have received handwritten thank you notes from an interviewer. I mean, we had one. We had one back at Hawthorne. Remember, she um, 
she had like it's like daisies or something but she brought it was like a for the whole group it was like thank you right. for the time mm-hmm. but so one more but okay, yes so and uh, uh, we made fun of her well i i made I, fun I, of you when i listened to that podcast i literally laughed out loud <laughs> and then when joshua listened to it he laughed out loud too and asked me if i heard the joke so yes <laughs> Wait, which enjoyed joke? that very much it, it, where he said i was brave for yeah, <laughs> took a lot <laughs> of courage to yes. write that considering i just i took writing i took my time writing them okay you did i did so what i even had to get I had to ask Gaetana how to spell her name. So I, I can spell Paula and Don and Andrew. And so in order to, I had to nonchalantly be like, oh, I really love your name, Gaetana. How do you spell that? So that I could put it in the thank you mm-hmm. card. It's a lot of effort. Very, Very clever. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So uh, a year ago, when we were getting ready to move offices, Sierra was going through some files and mm-hmm. she found her yeah. score sheet. I did. You did. I did. So, Sierra, what was on that score sheet? Well, let's see, I was really highly ranked across the board mm-hmm. for the most part, except for Andrew marked me down as a 7 out of 10 on my... It, was, it wasn't appearance. It was like... What, no. Maybe it was. was, it, was it? it was like It was like fashion or something. I don't it know. was appearance. Yeah. And I really loved my... Fashion? Fa- I don't know. It was like appearance. Fashion. It wasn't fashion. It was appearance. So, in other words... <laughs> Look... She showed up wearing a felt green. No, it was not felt green. It was it was not felt green. And a white shirt. Okay. And it was fine. It just you know, your style has come a long way, Sierra. Oh my gosh. I think your style was just wrong. (laughs) It was a very cute pencil skirt. Thank you very much. It was not felt green. It was a it different was definitely color felt green. green. Ask Joshua. It was felt I know green. he hated that yeah. skirt too, See? but I loved it and that's all that matters. That's all that matters. So anyway, she came to me very upset. I thought the, it was Paula. I thought Paula was the one that didn't did. like my outfit. Because we didn't write our names on top. Oh. And I and eventually then, had to come clean. And then like, he yeah, immediately a, made a face and I was like, <laughs> it was you, wasn't it? I would have totally thought that would have been Paula. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Because yeah. Paula was all about fashion. and. But she liked my outfit. I'm pretty sure she gave me a 10. Probably. So. Look. Well, Andrew. <laughs> what do I know about fashion? You don't. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So That's Clearly, Precisely. I am unfashionable, says the colorblind guy who has no idea the colors that he's wearing at any given time. That's These pants are yellow, right? No, they're blue. Okay. First of all. Is that a yellow door? No, that's hell. green. Okay. You know what? That Sometimes that. Yeah, that did. Yeah. <laughs> but. Oh, look, it's a I, yellow door. It's a sign. Well, buddy, that's green. So. Well, it, on those shades, I have problems with the shades when they. Mm-hmm get close to the other it's hard for me to yeah colors are hard <sighs> they are for some people but yeah. you wouldn't know mm-hmm. that i wouldn't so you just know like what? geography is hard for some people but you wouldn't know that right but that color, one's color. that one's something you can learn and should know well yes. i feel I, like you could learn I colors can, yeah by the shades i well do think I know them by the shades. What color is your shirt right now? Well, I was looking at that and I don't want to comment. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Because there's a few different colors in here. There Plus, is a few different colors and different shades, which isn't that harder to tell the same color yeah, of different shades. It is. In Indeed. my data analytics class, we actually were learning about how to make data visualizations that are um, better and easier for people who are colorblind to to tell and had some like a whole section on how to make it mm more usable for See, your users that. that will be colorblind. You know, that's a thing people are now taking into consideration, colorblind people, um, mm-hmm. as a uh, form of disability. 
and they are <laughs> I don't um, think that was the they're case. doing different like curriculum and stuff. They are making it so the colors are compatible with colorblind people. Well, you know what was always hard for me. So when you have those professors that use the little you know lasers and they're oh. like pointing, and I can no. never find it. I'm like, where is it? I can't. I can't That's find not very it. User friendly. Yeah. So the specifically one of the best pieces of advice is if you can't give that yet. What? No, no, no. That's not. This no, is not my that. advice. No, for That's the, the like, for data visualizations okay. for people Jeez. who are colorblind. All right. All right. So Calm down. specifically <laughs> for people who are colorblind, what you can do to make sure that you can see, like you know, gain all the insights that you mm-hmm. want out of the visual- visualization when you're using colors, is you you put it in grayscale, and if you can still see the contrast, mm. then it's good enough. If you mm. can't see the contrast, then you know you need to change your colors. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, that's good. So, and I appreciate that, because there are times where people would use, like, red and then do a green inside the red or something, and I'm mm-hmm. like, I, What's funny I about that is that's the, because red means stop and green means go, that's the go-to for data visualization colors. Mm-hmm. It's like this, uh, it's red to green to yellow kind mm-hmm. of a scheme. And so they're trying to really move away from that because they have found that those are like the worst colors to use. Yeah, it's nice. really hard. So um, you're right now going to school yes. to be a CPA. Mm-hmm. And you also are a consultant for Paradigm Business Management Group. Yes. You're also the VP for ODEC. Yes. You are also a mother. Yes. Of two. A yes. photographer. Yes. I, I'm i really excited. I did Tim's engagement shoot, and I delivered the photos this morning. Oh, awesome. That was really good. What's yeah. the name of your photography company? Fos Photography. And how did you come up with that name? So Fos is the Greek word for light. So when Jesus said, I am the light of the world, uh, when he said that, he would have used the word phos. And phos is the word where we actually get the word light for photography from. That means light. So that's where photo and photography comes from. So it has a double meaning. So it's like, you know, I want to be, you know, a light in this world. And it also is required to take pictures because the light source Mm -hmm. is, you know, how you make the image. Are phos and focus have the same root word no mm-hmm. because it's kind. it's ph well, i know it's spelled differently i just didn't know if there was the same so. so i don't think so andrew's other strong point is you know not oh. spelling okay right. wait wait so. i put this when when you guys asked me yesterday and he asked me to have stories ready one of the first things that i wrote down for andrew because when i think about like, stories i go back to the very beginning mm-hmm. and i try to make a point of reference for like when things started and so when I first met you, it was, I think it was day two mm-hmm. of ODEC, and you were supposed to be training me. Mm-hmm. And this is where I first learned that you didn't know how to spell. That was like one of my first whoa, whoa. impressions. Let's back up for just a second. <laughs> I know how to spell. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. You struggle with spelling. I str- some words. Sure. A lot of struggle, words. Yes. A lot like of yesterday. You the can't word spell was yesterday. <laughs> That's what I understood too. No, like yesterday, uh-huh. I text you and I said, "Oh, oh that sense. makes sense." But yeah. it was like a mixture of sense and science. Yeah. So, like, I guess that technically applies. I was trying uh, to be ironic. Uh, <laughs> you? Uh, not, does that apply? No, no, that does not apply. No. Okay. But yeah, Andrew's spelling is horrific. Yeah. So okay, I learned so that. I learned that day one. Day. Well, yeah. So my first um, item of training was you had me. Um, sort shirts for the instructors mm-hmm. by their size 
And it, I mean, like it, it should only take a few minutes and it only took me a few minutes. And you're like, there's no way you're done. There's no way you could have finished this by now. And I was like, is this all, like, is this all it's going to take to impress you? Cause that was really easy. <laughs> um, and then, then you just had me look at the website, like the rest of the day, which is fine. <laughs> I no, learned a lot. I learned look, a lot on the website. <laughs> so here's the thing. Sierra w- <laughs> knocks things out in a much quicker time frame that I believe it should take. So yes, you over-delivered, which I thought was great, which is why you eventually became my assistant. Yes. And it made my life great for like three months, and then you decided to move up in the company. You guys decided to... Yeah, because I think it was more after. that guy decided because I would have been just fine having you be my yeah. assistant for the rest of and time. And she <laughs> wouldn't be here anymore. Because I, you're right. I will say probably probably wouldn't. I need some challenge beyond like sorting t-shirts. <laughs> yeah. Right. Which I mean, I'm sure that made your life a lot easier because you didn't have to do it. Right. Well, I'm not good that's at good. those sort of things. I'm good at delegating though, which that's what that was. So yes, that's true. That is true. I was utilizing my strong suit. And her strong suit. <laughs> yes. It's a win-win. Well, that's the thing. You can't really gauge a task off of Sierra, though, because Sierra can get things right. done a little bit well, faster than most people. Right. I appreciate that. Like, if um, I didn't have to take an Adderall or something, I feel like I'd have your mindset, like, your, your focus <laughs> all the time. Um, right, which kind of comes back to what you were saying, like, all the different things that she has going on yeah so how do you balance those things um well i wake up early that's like like what time like 4 30 oh my gosh i wake up at 4 30 be- <laughs> i have my morning devotion and i drink my coffee um my, my coffee cup right here it says all i need is a little bit of coffee and a whole lot of jesus and yeah. that's that's basically accomplish it but i wake <laughs> up super early i i have my time um, in the morning of just, just me time and coffee and Jesus. And then I work my butt off until 6.30 when I have to wake up the kids. So wait, uh, so how much me time do you have versus the the uh, work your butt off time? Like I probably spend 10, 15 minutes on me. Okay. Um, mm. Unless, you know, unless I'm like getting ready, like if it's a morning to spend more time getting ready, then, then I have a little bit more time on me. But so we're looking at like counts. an hour and a half of like just busting stuff just out. Just busting stuff out. Okay. And um, so like 5 to 10 a.m. is my like where my mind is my sharpest. Mm. So that's that's why I try to do that in the morning is because that's where, that's when I can work my fastest. So right now it's yeah. 1024. So we don't have your, the best no, Sarah right no, now. No, you don't have the best we are on right the now. Actually, no, it's the I, decline. Okay. I stayed up till 1230 last night, which I normally Ooh. don't stay up that late to finish Tim's and Veronica's pictures. So I slept in till six this morning. Ooh. I did. It was a late big sleep. sleeper. No, I know. So I did sleep in. Yeah. So you have me a little, maybe a little bit longer. Okay. I, I get the waking up early because I used to, especially when we bought Odek. I, I mean, I don't remember sleeping a lot. Yeah. I, I was up early, up late. And just kind of getting things busted out. And that was my best time because I had Bella and it was before, well, it was after she went to sleep and before she woke up. Yes. And that was key because once she was up, then it's all Bella and focusing on them and getting them ready and doing their routine. That's exactly why I wake up early is because I have to have some time before everybody wakes up. So that's, I knock as much out as I can. Right now it's mostly homework. 
um, that I work on in the mornings. And then at 6.30, wake the kids up, and then it's go time until we drop them off at school yeah. around 8. And then I just... I just use my time like I'm I'm trying to be present when I'm when I'm at work I'm here so like you get 40 hours out of me is going to be a, a lot more than just 40 hours because I'm here and I'm focused I'm not going to be my mind's not so everywhere else everyone else is not no focused and I not just, giving th- us 40 hours no Should we expect <laughs> no 50, I'm 60 to be comparable in, in general i think people like their minds wander and so yeah. or they it's harder to go from task to task to task and it takes longer to just get on on tasks and i have days like that as well but for the most part when i'm here i'm focused i'm here to get my work done and i i have a mindset of like i'm going to work until it's done and then i can take a break yeah, you're not you're not easily distracted like some of us. I have my days when I'm tired. Mm-hmm. When I'm tired, I'm very easily so distracted. So after ten o'clock? No, not necessarily. <laughs> it's more like when I start struggling is closer to like because I you know I go home and I start working on homework mm-hmm. again. It's closer to like eight eight thirty where my I can see my mind starts to like I can't focus. I have to mm. reread paragraphs over and over again. <sighs> I hated that. Yeah. So, so. annoying. Mm-hmm. Especially when it's. Um, corporate tax law that's yeah, real exciting sounds terrible yeah i know i have a whole new respect for accountants and just, just like, because you've what? seen what she's going through well that and what our accountants do for us oh yeah they is, do they do a lot yeah it's there's a lot involved with it and i'm glad i don't do our taxes yeah i want to find a i i text you a quote um at one point that I want to read if I can find it. That oh. kind of gives a synopsis of like how fun yeah. this is. Total contradictory. Yes. Of, um, yeah. So um, how many more oh, years do you have? I, I should, I could graduate next summer, but I want to do one more semester to take some specific classes. Yeah. Um, specifically forensic accounting. Um, yeah. Oh, I yeah. love forensic accounting. Yeah, that's exciting stuff. That actually is the whole Gridworks incident and putting together the the paperwork and us working with a forensic accountant that made me interested in that specifically. Yeah, um, I was not being sarcastic when no. I said yeah, that. Yeah, it's you, fascinating. You know that I enjoyed helping put together that data for oh, you. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's the quote. I found it. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, I did so, a lot. We mm-hmm. talked about we this. We did talk about this. We did. Mm-hmm. I put together the whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I put together the thing the thing that did the thing. Yeah. Yes. Okay, here's here is a quote from this is like an official like it's not an exciting looking textbook. It's all like tax law. This is what it says. It is important to recognize at the outset that the system you are about to study is not necessarily sensible. And that about sums up corporate tax. Yeah. Not sensible. Yep. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Which is so crazy because you would think uh, well, there's loopholes and everything, mm-hmm. but you would think that it would be everything would be black and white and just like all these loopholes shut right. down because that's how the government is, you know, wanting to make sure they get every little thing they can. But, you know, I don't know. It's just weird that it's not black and white. There's like gray areas for you to, well, you know, I'm kind of glad there's the line. They, gray they areas. piecemeal it yeah. together because of people finding loopholes. And then they find 
okay, well, then we have to patch that up, and then eventually have to patch it up again, and then they go circular with their... So, like, one of the, one of the things, um, one of the laws, it says, you know, in this transaction, um, you cannot recognize a gain or a loss unless there's a gain. Then they recognize a gain. <laughs> right. well, that makes perfect sense. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so. It is so bizarre. So, with all your all of your roles, um, mm-hmm. to me, the most important role that you play here at ODEC is the role of the integrator, which we have talked about. Yes. Um, so, can you explain what your role as an integrator is and some of the challenges that come along with that? Well, that's that's hard because it's it seems so. It's so vague, yet there's so many details. There's just, there's so much that goes into it. Um, I mean, part of it is, I mean, here's a simple one, keeping our meetings on task mm-hmm. and focused. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like that's a, that's kind of like a daily mm-hmm. detail. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that goes overarching too, is like make sure we're, we're focusing on what's, what's important, what's, um, you know, what, what we're doing here. As we are coming up with new ideas and dreaming, making sure we're, that's not taking over our main focus. The dreaming right. is that. Well, so uh-huh. what uh, I yeah. like to call it is the buzz kill. I come in with a great idea, I, and then I Sierra's do. job is to just shoot it down. Just be like, nope, yep. that's stupid. No, so, yeah, we're not doing that. A good idea, great idea in your head, but not maybe for the company overall. Well, I disagree. The just. I disagree, yes. but that's the job of the integrator is to we tell her what our goal or tell them what our goal is, and yeah. then it's their job to help us ensure that we get there you know, because we can, you know, rabbit trail. A little I bit. don't get much pushback from Sierra. I know you don't. But, okay, so here I have like so reading the whole integrator thing. I have the perfect mix, like the two of you. You, I have you where I'm the negative Nancy. Mm-hmm. I'm the I'm the buzzkill. Mm-hmm. I'm the fun sucker. Yep. I'm the one that constantly is saying no. Yep. And I hate it because I, f- I feel that negative mm-hmm. feeling of... I, so then just I say yes. But uh-huh. but I can't. <laughs> I can't. If I if I disagree with it, I'm, I'm not saying that I'm the one who makes a decision. Like, but here's all the reasons why you probably right. shouldn't. So in that way, yes. And then with Will, I'm not necessarily shutting down his ideas. I'm, it's the opposite. I'm, I'm the nag. I'm the, don't forget to do this. Mm-hmm. Hey, have you done this? And ask him a million times about like, hey, this, this, this. And I just, I, so I feel like this, I do feel a negative um, vibe. I vibe around, like mm-hmm. around my position only because I'm either constantly telling you no or I'm bothering Will about something but over and over and over again. I don't again. feel that way about that, you. I don't feel like you're nagging me. I appreciate me. that because that's just how I feel. <laughs> I feel like that's, but that's what I need. I mean, I got so many different things going on. So having you be like, oh, did you look at this? Did you look at payroll? You approve that yet? Did you? Mm-hmm. No. And I mean, I need it to keep it in my forefront so I can move on and do the other things that I need to do. Yes. So that, and that's where, that's a good area for my improvement is sometimes I will wait just because I don't want to feel that way. So I just need to push that to the side and just be the nag that I need to be. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I, I, I don't like that you're a buzzkill, but I appreciate well, thank you. that you're a buzzkill because I know you. that uh, you have the best interest of the company at heart. So I appreciate uh, that. that. That does make it easy, not fun, but easy, easier to accept yeah. it. Um, 
And then you have another role with mm-hmm. the, in that integrator, and that is an interpreter. Yes. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. So Travis and I, or Travis and Will, or all of us with Travis, or me and Will, you have a really good way of putting things in a language that the other person can, or terms, I guess, putting things in terms that the other person can understand. Yes. So. I try to do that. I feel like that's a very important role as an Thank integrator you. is to be able to help communicate different ideas and visions and uh, what's actually being said. Yes. You're like a counselor. Yes. Maybe which, that should be your fits. next degree. You know, you actually, for. so my bachelor degree is in pastoral ministry and I had a minor in psychology because my goal was to become a counselor. Um, originally I was going to go get my master's in psychology so that I could be a cognitive behavioral therapist. And, um, I just didn't go. I started ODEC like uh, less than a month after I graduated. And now here I, it did, it did. It did just opportunity after opportunity. And here we are. (laughs) Those, uh, those golden handcuffs that uh, my dad talked about. No, yeah. yeah. Did you listen uh-huh. to last I did. Podcast? I did yeah. listen to that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't think we actually have that no. here at ODEC because people come and go. I mean, it's our instructor positions, not like. Yeah, a, it's the it's the nature of of yeah. what we do. I mean, an office position, a front desk office position. I don't think it's ever meant to be the place where you retire. Right. So it's a stepping stone position. And unless the instructor falls in love with the job and they find some passion in it. Like I would say like Travis and Craig and Tim, um, Kilstrom, um, and Beckham. Yeah. Yes. Cause he's still <laughs> in it. He's just not with us. Yeah. Um, unless they find that passion, they're not, it's just going to be for experience and then they're going to move on. Mm-hmm. So we are, we're changing the, uh, position title from driving instructor to driving coach that's the driving coach yeah. oh really Wait, yeah. can i huh. can i nope. get my shotgun nope. out and nope. um, yeah. shoot nope. that one I, down can't. but i'm okay. right there but I like the oars are written as instructor western oregon university who trains them calls them instructors or trainers i the just job description is going to say driving coach i don't oh. like driving coach no, i disagree with this well we can find out if people like it or not and they can tell us their opinions we should we should we should put a survey out there to all of our instructors and say how would you feel about being called coach instead of instructor? You know, we had somebody that everybody called coach. Yeah, that's and everybody sad. loved it. Every, yeah. So, I mean, to me, it's actually a better description of what it is that we're doing. Is coaching? We're not behind the wheel, the whole, maybe, but not in the classroom. The classroom is more of an instructor position but behind the wheel is more of a coaching um position because we're trying to get them to a point where they're driving on their own like when Mm -hmm. we're coaching basketball or baseball i shouldn't have to be yelling and giving instructions Mm -hmm. the whole time that's exactly where it came from because you're like oh i'm coaching basketball so So we're gonna uh say you're a coaching when you say what uh what instruction um have you given for driver training before i don't or coaching what what teaching experience do you have? I don't. What te- oh, well, so you don't actually, have any teaching? Okay, if you want to go, that's I mean, right. I've you actually, don't have any teaching. I've experience. actually gone across the world and oh. taught about medical. You've taught about it, things. or you've talked about it. There's a difference. I've taught. 
people I don't know if you, how to use it and yeah, how to integrate it. That's which is a more high. It's a would higher you consider yourself a coach then? Than, no. No. It's a higher level than oh, it's teaching a higher level. kids how to play basketball. Okay. Defensive so, moving screen, Andrew. <laughs> so you're telling me. <laughs> we'll just breeze over that you're one. You're telling me that, that you don't know is, the rules to all baseball? Yes. It is. <laughs> or basketball? Yes. You're telling me that it is easier to teach somebody to drive than it is to teach somebody how to use a computer program? Yes, absolutely. Especially I, when you're doing it in a no, foreign language. No, I disagree. I mean, that's mm. Oh, you didn't have an interpreter with you? Uh, we do, but we still have to make it so the interpreter can understand. Right. And, and we still have to teach to different styles of learning and different levels of abilities. But and wait, wait, wait. You let just me said we you. have to teach, not coach. Yeah, that's teach. true. Right. So that would In mean the classroom. it's an instructor. Hmm. I'm using this as both. My point is, is that you have zero experience. Wait. Teaching when you say coaching, we decided mm. we're going to change it to driver education coach. Who's we? I didn't say driver education coach. What then? What is it? Driver coach? Driving coach. Driving coach. Driving okay. coach. When you say we're going to change it to driving coach, who's mm -hmm. we? Me. You. Yeah. Yeah. Did Travis agree with you? No. Yeah. No, he didn't. Because yeah, did. yeah. I talked to him about it, and he's like, you "There's did. no way we should." You talked to him about not, not coach? about coach, but he's like, "There's no way we should call it anything <clears throat> other than instructor." He didn't even like trainer. Yeah, I don't think coaches. It's no. weird. Good thing you guys aren't the one doing the posts. Hey. Yeah, is Tamara doing that? No. No, he oh. is. Oh. All right. See? Well, I mean, I, <laughs> I guess you got us there. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. Um, so you like doing a bunch of diverse things. You don't like doing one thing. Yeah, definitely. What is the one thing you like doing, like, that comes around and you're like, oh, this is fun? Or is it just kind of everything being the diverse things that you do that you're like, well, everything's fun? I think overall everything's fun. And I think it depends on the day. Because there, there are some days that... I love working with people and some days doing HR work is my least favorite thing to do. Um, and then there are days where I want nothing more than just to work in Excel and work with numbers and, mm -hmm. and cleaning data and creating visuals and stuff. And there are some days that I would much rather not be sitting at my desk. So it just mm -hmm. depends on the day. I think overall I enjoy most of it. Overall numbers probably is where like going into accounting is appropriate because I do yeah, love I do love working with numbers. A number nerd. Yes, I'll push so. my glasses up. <laughs> Indeed. Um. So, what is one of the first memories you have about Andrew and I? And okay, I'm I'm ready for this one. Oh, you are. Yes, I am. Okay. okay, so you, it was a good segue earlier when you were talking about like when I was your assistant when you guys first bought Odeck, and um. I remember this being a conversation often, but there was one particular day where you asked me to go make coffee and get you a cup of coffee. And I asked Will if he wanted one. He's like, no, I can go get a cup of coffee for myself. And then as I walked away to go to the break room to make your coffee, um, you guys walked the opposite direction down the hallway. And I turned around and you guys were kicking each other as you guys were walking down the hallway. And that was the first time I thought, 
oh my gosh, I work for children. <laughs> and then do you want to know the last time I literally said that out loud? Yes. Last week. Why? <laughs> because there was a situation where um, Will accidentally stole your consulting company <laughs> from you. And yeah, then and then the, the saga just heck? continued and it was so funny. And it was, but at the same time, it was like, oh, yep, I, I uh, sometimes it feels like I work for children and it's, well, it's good. It's yeah, fun. I'm glad you brought that up. Let's talk about that. <laughs> let's, okay, let's so talk here's about it. what happened is <laughs> Sierra had to go to Idaho. And uh-huh. typically, you know, I just give her those to do now, or I do them sometimes. And I'm like, well, well no, she gets the mail. That's what it is. Well, is... this comes from my P.O. box. Oh, no, that was no, mail it here. was it was yeah. mail here. It was yeah, sitting on my it desk. Was. Right. <laughs> um, and so um, I got it and was like, I'm going to do this so she doesn't have do to what worry though? about it. Nobody knows what you're so talking about. I'm getting there. So I get a mail. It's a piece of mail. It's from the Secretary of State to renew a business license. And... Um, there's rules of the road up in Washington and a consulting piece with that up in Washington. Oh, there's and mm-hmm. I wasn't like paying attention. I'm just like, oh. You saw the word road? Yeah. And I'm thinking, okay, it's under paradigm driving solutions because it's a DBA under it and whatever. And so I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to go under here in Oregon and just register for it. So I get on and I'm like, Andrew, what? No. So I take Andrew's name <laughs> off. I'm like, that should be this contact and this contact um, because that way it goes to someone mm-hmm. to like Sierra to just right. renew it because right. giving it to you, you're just going to pass it off, you know? So, yeah. So I'm like, this is weird. And then, so I go through everything, I pay for it, and I realize that, wait a minute. This is Andrew's consulting company that I now own yeah. for a hundred dollars. So I'm not sure <laughs> how. And then Sierra's like, "Well, Andrew, that's what you get for waiting last minute." Well, I didn't wait last minute. Wait, it did was I say that? you did. I don't remember saying that. And it was on your desk. Never made it to my desk, and I still had I. It was like two days after it came in the mail. Yeah, so I wasn't. I wasn't here to you put had, it on your desk. You had to like. It's like mid May. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it's pretty ridiculous that somebody can just go on before it's even expired and yeah. claim and just steal your company. I mean, well, you have to have the letter. You have to have the information that's in the letter. Yeah. How hard is it to steal a piece of mail? Yeah. Clearly not that <laughs> it's hard. It's just sitting no. on my desk. It's pretty easy to take. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, oh. so now I am the owner of your consulting. Yeah. And so it was really funny. It was like right after that conversation happened, I went back to my desk and the mail for that day had come in and there was a bank statement for Open Road Consulting. And so I took it to Will and asked him, well, I guess do I give this to you or do you give it to Andrew? And so he wrote a note on it that said uh, that gave Andrew permission yeah. to review corporate documents. Yeah, that was great. Thank you for that. I appreciate You're it. You're welcome. Appreciate you. Yeah stealing my company but the good thing is it doesn't have to be renewed yeah <laughs> it's a hundred dollars you don't have to pay right <laughs> i mean there's probably gonna be a fee for you having to go in there and change it back to you but yeah. only i can do that so <laughs> and we know that'll never happen so. right so i am the new proud owner of your consulting company yes so this pr- pretty much sums up like I was trying to think of stories and I couldn't think of a good detailed story to tell because I feel like it's just the same story in different ways over and over and over again where it's like whether you guys are kicking each other down the hallway or doing something like this, it's just kind of a good good summation about about how what it's, it's like. It's a fun place to work, right? It is a fun place to work. Like, I, I am never bored. There's right. always something going on 
it's always interesting. I mean, would yeah. you want to work at a stuffy place where like oh. people never had fun and just no. were like no way. Well, we keep things interesting for you. You're yes. welcome. Yes, thank you. I mean, that's really you know, what it is. You know what I think is interesting about the whole consulting thing is I did it way before it was even due. Like typically I'm doing it like last minute yeah. or <laughs> right. after. Usually you would no. hold on to that until the yeah. due date. But no, <laughs> I did it way before and it was just to help you out. Sarah. Yes, he was really <laughs> determined to help me out that week. I appreciate mm. it. Thank yeah. you. Great job, Will. Yeah. yeah. So proud of you. Thanks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. We're going to go into rapid fire really okay. quick. All right. Oh, Are I'm you not, ready for this? No. See if I can no, focus. No. Hold on. Let's see. So. Am I ready for this? I don't Are know. It's easy. Is it easy? It's just, yeah. Sometimes it's easy. I'm not the always the fastest at okay. coming up with it's the answers. It's easy. Ready? Okay. Where? All right. What's your favorite restaurant? Ooh. See, this is hard. Really? It shouldn't be that hard. It is hard. I don't have a favorite restaurant. Okay, I'll go with Ratchet. Oh, I do okay. love Ratchet. Yeah, man. We'll just okay. didn't see that one coming. So, who is your favorite photographer? Oh, Ansel Adams, hands down. Okay. If I could get some black and white film and go shoot at Yosemite, I would be extremely happy. Well, mm. can't you get black and white? Oh, film? I can. I don't have time. Well, so mm. it's not that you can't. No, I, yeah, I, I could. I just okay. I haven't made it happen yet. Hmm. Someday. So you want to go to Yosemite and just take black and whites mm-hmm, film mm-hmm. no wait so mm-hmm. right now when you do photography you're not actually doing film you're doing i'm doing di- it's digital, digital. yeah mm-hmm. and you can make digital black and white yes but it's not but the it's same not, I, I want to i want to shoot like he did do you mm-hmm. have a camera that takes film no so that's no. part of the that's okay. part of the process is okay. i have to get a film camera what if you just first? went and got one of those disposable black and white cameras no no gosh. no i it needs to be it needs to be good Okay. So what what does a film camera cost? Like a good oh, one? Goodness. I have no idea these days. Hmm. Is it less than a digital camera? I would assume, but I honestly don't know. I don't want to throw out information that I, I just don't know. So in high school, I took a photography class. Mm-hmm. And I also liked Ansel Adams. And we mm-hmm. talked about that. Like when you put up your first Ansel Adams cam- mm-hmm. calendar. Yeah. Um, but my dad had a film camera that uh, I got to use for the photography class. And it had like this cool, um, funky looking strap from Gibraltar. Hmm. Um, so that was kind of fun. That is fun. It was old and I don't know where that's at. I should ask my dad because that, that was I know cool my camera. mom has an old one that's decent. I should ask her if you can have that fix it up or something. Because I think it was broken. What is your favorite music genre? Ooh, I, okay. This is, I'm eclectic. I love music. Basically, so like I, even some rap. um, Some rap? Some rap. I do, I love, Mm. I love metal. I love, I don't love opera. I don't, I don't love opera. I love classical music. I love gospel music, contemporary Christian music. I love pop. I love 80s butt rock. I love, I love Sticks and Journey and Foreigner. Do you like reggae? I, I do like reggae. Probably I probably wouldn't like listen to it for hours straight. But if it's if it's in a mix like a shuffle, absolutely. Um, techno. Techno, some techno at the the constant like beat uh, that I can't do that for long periods of time. But like I said, if if I have a shuffle, give me all the genres. You know, Throw there's on one music. band that you don't like oh. that 
Okay, okay. Surprises me so okay, much. Okay, so it's three days grace, right? Is this the one we're talking no. about? No. Third day. Third day. Oh, right. Third day. Um, Mac Powell. So, okay, so their music is great. Great um, lyrics. His voice is obnoxious to me. I, and I don't see that, but... Uh, I'll listen to a song every once in a while, but there's no way I could listen to an album straight. There's no way. Sierra likes to also listen to Christmas music I in do. July. Way before yeah. it's time. Yeah. So yeah. the reason why, it's not because it's Christmas. It just brings me joy. So if it shows up in my shuffle station, I'm going to listen to it. Just like I'm going to listen to rap or mm. like I'll listen to Red. I'll, you know, I'll just listen to well, whatever. Andrew put a restriction on your Christmas music. I did. I don't, I don't listen to it. Well, you I did. Well, I did for a little bit. And then but. you fought me on it. And <coughs> I have I since released it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I said, you know what? If it brings you joy, it does. Then it does go bring for you it. joy. It's just the happy memories. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't. To me, Christmas music should not be played until like <coughs> the day after Thanksgiving. It can be played the day after Thanksgiving until January first, and then January second, we're done. That's like the Christmas music. I could see that. And there are some Christmas songs that I will not listen to. But if there's a song that comes on, like Ella Fitzgerald comes on and she's singing a Christmas song, the Christmas song. Yeah. And it brings yeah. a smile to my face. I'm just going to leave that on. I'm yeah. not going to switch it. I get it. Um, so what did you want to be when you were a kid? Everything under the sun. I wanted to be um, a cop until I found out you could get shot. Mm -hmm. And then I wanted to be a veterinarian until I found out some of the things that you had to do. Um, and then I wanted to be a forensic scientist. Um, because of CSI? No. Okay. Um, no, not CSI. Because of Perry that? Mason. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to be a forensic scientist. I think it was, it was an FBI related movie or show. I don't remember which. Um, and then I actually, I went to a job fair one time, not a job fair, uh, it was a job shadow where I actually got to go to a crime lab in Caldwell, Idaho. So it was really, it was like the size of a janitor's closet, but it was pretty cool. Really? Um, mm -hmm. Huh. It was pretty cool. How old were you? Like 12? I was in eighth grade. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And um, you recently just found out what your dad did. Yeah, I just, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So my dad has always been in business and he's, he has worked for Micron Technology for, it's probably been 29, 30 years now. And um, he used to be, he used to be um, like a, in people management, uh, but he had the same kind of tasks. And now he's a senior business analyst. And it's really falls more in line with what I'm kind of going into now, which is really fascinating. Like the things that I really like about accounting um, and, you know, using the financial statements to, you know, do anal data analysis and um, predictions. So anyways, yes. So, so my dad is in that. So now that's kind of where I'm kind of going down a road that my dad was down without even realizing it. Yeah. Um, but when I went to get my bachelor degree, I was pretty settled on being a pastor. Um, for a while, I wanted to be a missionary. And be, actually, I wanted to be a photojournalist and go overseas and tell stories of missionaries. Um and kind of the things that they go through um, in different areas. Um, and then I finished school and realized that um, I don't really want to be a person who has to babysit a bunch of people who think that they're saints and aren't mature enough to read the Bible for themselves. And I decided, you know, I'll do ministry, but that's not. I thought I you were going to say you don't want to 
springtime babysitting people, but I was like, isn't that kind of what you do? It is, it is, I mean, <laughs> uh, I suppose that is a little bit, a little bit. But um, I decided that what a pastor is right now um, in our culture is not what I wanted to be. Um, so I'll just, I use the degree that I have in like daily life. Um, and I do ministry. I'm Joshua and I are the children's ministry directors at our church and in our state church overall. And then we do camp directing as well. And so I definitely apply it. Yeah, you really should have more hobbies, Sarah. You I should have, I should have more to do, right? Yeah. 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 Just, I just do, I love, I love so much. I'm, this is one thing that you probably know about me is I'm passionate about whatever I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm just passionate about a lot of things and I want to do the things that I'm passionate about. So here we are. A lot of things on my plate. This is true. All right. So these haven't really been rapid fire because you've no. been expanded, but that's yeah. okay. That's Sorry okay. about that. Um, <laughs> if you had a superpower, what would it be and why? Okay. My superpower would be that I don't need sleep. Like mm. I could sleep if I wanted to, but I would be able to do all of the things that we just talked about. I could get things done, like editing done at night, clean the house at night, and have all of this extra time to just devote to the kids and not have to um, split time doing homework and editing pictures and making sure I'm playing games and spending time with the kids. I've heard a lot of answers to that question. I've never heard that one. That's a good one. Yep. That's a good one. Not need sleep. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I mean, you could do a lot without having to sleep. So an extra five to eight hours every day? Yeah. Yes, please. Yeah. It's nice to be ambitious when you're young (laughs) like that. (laughs) I could do all the things. All of the things. Like, man, that just sounds like tiring. But but that's the good thing about the superpower. Uh, That's the superpower is you wouldn't be that tired. Right. Right? You wouldn't need it. Yeah, you wouldn't need it. And then you could sleep. Like, I enjoy my sleep. So you could sleep if you wanted to. Isn't that like the Flash? Can't he get like micro sleep and be fine? I feel like that's. I don't know. Okay. I don't know the Flash very well. Yeah. Sounds right. He heals I mean, quickly. I know that. Um, everything's fast. Right. For him, so, so maybe I that's it. Maybe I maybe I want his flash. superpowers because I could just zip yeah. around getting all the things done, not need so much sleep. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, I feel like that's kind of like what a meth head is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me clarify. They I do not want to be a meth Just get all the things done. And <laughs> oh my they're up all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and they're going, going, going. <laughs> <laughs> but do I need to I clarify mean, <laughs> that that's not what I want with my meth? life? Uh, I don't know. Or is that? I feel like, yeah, I, feel I like thought that was that. like crack. I mean, I, I probably or cocaine under or whatever those categories. Yeah. This is random, but I saw uh, a sign that's like it's supposed to be like bathroom decor, and it says, "Please don't do coke in our bathroom." And I really want to get that for our guest bathroom. <laughs> Just <have that laughs> it's totally random, but it's it's funny. It, yeah. it would make everybody stop and laugh. Yeah. So yeah, that's the goal. Totally, your bathroom could be a tourist attraction. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, that's funny. Yeah. All right, Sierra. What uh, what piece of advice do you have for our listeners? That, okay. Uh, that you want to give them? I'm ready for this. Okay. Um, my piece of advice would be when you're looking for your managers mm-hmm. or your leaders in the company to not always go with the person who's the best in their field. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, s- the skills, um, skills and stuff can be trained. And while you want someone that can lead by example and you want someone who is skilled, um, you want to go with the person who is like the natural leader who, who already is inspiring people without being told to do so Mm -hmm. they're not like demanding or commanding 
um, attention or to teach people or to motivate people, they just naturally do so. Uh, I think the danger of putting someone in who is the best is they, you know, that just because they're skilled in their area doesn't mean that they're business minded. It doesn't mean that they're going to have the skills of a manager or a leader. Um, so you could put yourself in a position where you have somebody who's really bad at making decisions. Um, but then also sometimes when you put in somebody who's the best, you have someone who's either so focused on what they're doing that they're not focused on growing others around them. So it's not like they're doing anything bad. It's just that they're, they're not helping the team grow. Um, or you have the bad manager who is the best and they want to remain the best. So they undercut everybody to make sure they remain the best. And that's what they care about. Um, so that wouldn't be helpful yeah. to the business. I, uh, I agree with that. I, we had an issue at the brewery with, I mean, cooks come and go like crazy in the industry, but we had a cook whose thoughts are, I break them down and then I bring them up. And I tried to change that mindset with them of, we don't want to break people down. We want to bring them up. And we, we don't need someone feeling like crap right? working there and feeling like they're the worst person in the world in the kitchen. And then you bring them back up. But that wasn't bringing them back up was not his strong suit. And the person we have in now, I think, um, understands that. Yeah. And is on that same page because I don't want people in my company, you know, bringing people down and mm -hmm. talking down to them. I want them to bring them up. And, you know, I, I think, uh, we're in a position now there at the brewery where yeah, that's happening. Absolutely. So it's awesome. Which is good. You know, but. I think that's a, it's also like kind of a, a shift, a cultural shift because it used to be when you would show up to work, you were expected to just be there, leave everything at home and you're expected to show up, do your job. You don't need any support from the company. You just do your job and get paid, right? Um, when I was beginning of working at ODEC, we had a manager who was very similar to that. Like, I don't care what's going on at home. You just show up, you do your job, and and then you leave. Um, when he left, we got in another manager, uh, Michael Sharkey. Do you remember Michael uh, Sharkey? Yeah, I remember Sharkey. Um, so he came in and um, I was expecting much of the same thing. Um, but he said, you know, times are changing. I'm coming in. Um, I want to know what's going on at home. I want to be there to help you and support you. And uh, because if you're if you're not distracted um, by things going on at home, then you can actually do better at your job. Mm -hmm. So if I can help you in any way, then uh, I want to be able to do that. So that way yeah. you can perform uh, to the best of your ability. So I think that kind of goes in line with what you're saying of being there to support um, the people that you're managing rather than to mm -hmm. just manage them. Yeah, it goes along with what you guys were talking about um, doing the SWOT analysis. If you do that on the individual levels, focusing on their strengths and weaknesses, um, a manager would focus on the weakness and say, well, okay, well, we can't utilize them because um, they're weak here. Um, but a leader is more going to look at the weaknesses and say, okay, well, how, what can we do to invest in you to make this a strength? Um, and I think that's, you know, where the, the mentoring and the growing, um, it's really a, a sense of almost like servanthood. So like one of my favorite mm -hmm. sayings I have in my office is if service is below you, then leadership is beyond you. Yeah. And so that, that needs to be the attitude of the person that you're looking to put into leadership is, are they already serving their peers? 
if they're not, maybe they have the skills, but is there someone better? Sure. Yep. Absolutely. That's great advice. Well, Sarah, yep. thank you for uh, taking the time to come on today. We appreciate Thanks. it. Um, and I'm sure we'll have you on again. Yeah, we'll definitely have you on again. So, all right. Well, thank you, everyone. And join us next time on Backseat, Backseat Drivers. Drivers. Doot, 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 doot.